Oh, Frazier, you dog, you. Well, it's episode 20 here. Frazier, 40-something. Oh, boy. Oh, man. This is Sideshow Frazier, if you've never listened before. Uh, I'm Steve Shackelford. The other guy next to me over there is Jordan Wilson, wearing a Yoda shirt today. I always like to bring people uh, uh, into the visual side of this, even though there's no visual element to this podcast. Jordan Wilson, what have you been doing this week. I don't mean to correct you, but this isn't Yoda. Oh, good God. It was that baby Yoda child man with it's, their soup. I, I believe he's, I believe he's called Grogu. Gro. Oh gosh. He's the product of Yoda. I think, I think, I don't know if this is true. I can't confirm or deny. You know, I don't like going on tangents on this show. Oh yeah, so, we never uh, do that. You know, let's get never right, let's that. get right to it here. Um, this episode was on <laughs> Thursday, March 31st, 1994. Frazier. 40-something, Season 1, Episode 20. This week, our sideshow is Sister, Sister, Season 1, Episode 1, The Meeting. Sister, Sister. That's right. So what happened on this week's Frasier is uh, worrying about impending middle age. Frasier strikes up a tentative romance with a shop assistant several years his junior. My, oh, my. So this episode opens up. We're at KACL. Frazier's talking to Reba McIntyre. You know much about Reba? Yeah. You ever watched the show? I loved the show. I adored the show. <clears throat> I know. You, I think you turned me on to it. Oh, really? Yeah. It was a great show. It had, um, it had, uh, what's his name from Weeds, right? Oh, oh uh, Kevin Nealon? No, not Kevin. <laughs> well, yeah, he was in it. Not no, he, he was, was in not. Weeds. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, it had uh, the guy that played Van on Reba. Oh, was he in Weeds? Mm-hmm. He was the he was the brother Andy. You know I don't do the dope. So no, wait, no, no, no. Wa- I'm sorry. No, no, not Weeds. It was it was what's his name on Shameless? Do you watch Shameless? I've missed that one as well. Oh, Steve, I'm trapped in the '90s. I know you are. It, it, everything was good. Nostalgia's fun. There's some other good stuff out there too. I now I watch mainly trash. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Lots of you, love is. You asked me what's been going on. Well, Steve, I've been watching a lot of Vanderpump Rules. Oh, see, I'm I'm out on that. Tra- I haven't watched that particular a, brand of trash. We all have our own genre. It really is worth a go. And and it's only just because it's what everybody likes is just a bunch of people causing problems and fighting about it. You know what I mean? And you get super into it. And I didn't think it was going to suck me in, but boy, howdy. It's a wild ride. So did we discuss the pumpers before Mrs. Vanderpump? Uh, So I think it's a restaurant owner. And Mm -hmm. then what else happens in the Vanderpump world? I do see a lot of headlines. Yeah. So it's fill me in. It's so... Lisa Vanderpump owns all the restaurants with her husband, who's a badass, by the way, this guy named Ken, who reminds me of Bricktop from uh, from uh, Snatch. And okay. he, yeah, he's like a gangster. He's hardcore. And uh, and then it just follows all the waiters and the bartenders and the people that, that work at that stupid, the, those stupid restaurants. And 
they're just a lot of them i mean they're like just models and trying to make it in la and so they're kind of vapid and like you know they they just all have sex with each other and then oh. everybody gets pissed off and they fight about it and like it's hilarious did they ever go to chili's Yep, every Friday night. They <laughs> well, I know they go to her restaurant. Like that's a big part of their brand. But like, mm-hmm. do they ever go to other restaurants? Yeah, they go to like they have like a Mexican restaurant that they go to okay. sometimes that I've seen them go to, and they go to like this like I think they go to like a Greek place a lot and like gosh, yeah, I know. fajitas and Greek food, fajitas and yeah, and and dolmas, oh, baby. Man. Speak in my language. Okay. So that's the reason I uh, have missed a lot of stuff since like I don't know two thousand. Two, yeah. maybe I don't know. When did Frasier end? That's when I think I stopped watching TV <laughs> right or something. Around that time, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I kept up on some new shit. Dear God, what's it going Just on? Ignore right? it. Just ignore it. <laughs> My God, <laughs> I've got allergies. Leave it alone. Uh, so yeah, this episode was on March thirty first. Uh, so that is, um, you know, I think uh, about two weeks after our last one. I think we were at March fourteenth last time. So we're making our way. Almost to the end of the year here. So they keep skipping weeks. They do. And this programming. One, this one went two weeks. And Lots of people they, are that, doing repeats. Well, syndication, they used to do that all the time. They'd be like, this week's episode of, of The Simpsons won't be aired because of this or like whatever. You know, they'd be like, we've got the, you know, the because of Democratic what? National because, Convention. Say, because of what? It's always politics. The State of the Union address again. Eight-year-old me thinks it's always politics. You so. tuned into TV one time and saw the State <laughs> of the Union. and It's like MASH for me, where I'm like, MASH was on all the time. Even I loved I, MASH. I know. I enjoyed MASH, too, as I got older. But still, yeah. young me was like, it's on all the time. I don't know how mash. There's a lot. Going. It's like that in Perry Mason. You would hear like Perry Mason would pop up in the middle of the night. And you'd wake up and you'd be like, Giga. I hate Perry Mason more than anything in the world. Mm. I hate Mr. Mason. We know. Uh, <laughs> so Fraser's talking to Reba. Reba says she's married to a guy who has uh, his ex-wife's ashes in an urn in their bedroom. Yeah. And I guess this upsets her. This is a weird one, I guess. Um, I don't have a dead ex-wife, so I don't know the boundaries. It leaves a lot of questions unanswered, for sure. Because it's like, well, did... Did she die in, like, a terrible tragedy or something? Or, like... Yeah, and, like, what was the nature of them, the divorce? You never know. You know, some people, I guess, have gotten divorced, and they're totally fine. Did he kill her? Did did he... Yeah, exactly. Is she using Is that a trophy? You know, some people will pay homage... And they'll use it. They'll spread it in places. Maybe she's using it for like witchcraft or like rolling up doobies and sprinkling no, it on there. No, no, you no, never no. Know. The husband is not doing stuff like that. Never know. Anyway, so I think her biggest problem, uh, like Fraser was like, why don't you just move it to another room? Will that solve the problem, basically? And sure. she's like, okay, I'll go down that road. And then we hear Reba break that poor urn in the <laughs> background. <laughs> Terrible stuff. <laughs> So, I mean, you can, are urns a one of one, or can you just go back and get a similar urn yeah. from the urn company? You just buy another urn and just scoop up the ashes and put the ashes into another, a new urn and be like, I'm, I lost a little bit of it, but. Do you know anyone named Ernie? No. I've never, I've, I don't think I've, I've ever, ever met an Ernie. I don't think, maybe, 
maybe once you know it's like the kind of guy you that like talks to you outside a gas station he's like and you're like hey man i, I hope you're doing well thanks well my name's ernie well no <laughs> i think that that kind of ernie no i have not met that i will tell you i think i have met some ernestos in my day and that's probably what the old ernies were is they were earnests right and they're like i'm not going by ernest you sure. just call me ernie or sure. whatever like ernie seems though like like so, no i don't know an ernie like you know when you have a timmy you know what i mean like that's a kid's name nobody nobody past like 20 will go but you're gonna change your name to you're just gonna go by tim or timothy you do feel bad for the timmies timmy because like you know jimmy that's fine you got you got you know billy that's fine that's a that's an adult-ish name but you got a timmy sorry for all the guys that go by timmy that are over 20 uh but you need to cut it down to just tim or go by timothy I feel for them because that is tough. You yeah. know, you're going to have to change it. But you're right. I can't think of any prominent uh, Timmies at the helm of anything I take seriously. Yeah. So. Lots of Tims, but no Timmy. Yeah, and lots of Tommies. It feels like if you just sub that sure. O in there, yeah. it's perfectly fine. Like Tommy, 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 Tommy Hilfiger did exactly. just fine. Tommy doesn't strike me. as that's, that's a, I, think, I feel like Timmy's the only one. You're, it's tough to think of another one in that exact phrasing there or mm. that exact uh, sound. So Fraser tries to send his show to break, but alarmingly, he can't remember Roz's name. Oh, yeah. Uh, which does seem like cause for concern sure. at this point. Especially when it took him as long as it did to remember. You know, it's like a, a little blip where you're like, oh, God, yeah. And then you get it, you know, but. Fraser's high. Yeah. Fraser's been, he's been. His reaction Hitting time. the bonger. Yeah, or he's drunk. I mean, like he's turned into a functional alcoholic, and he's been slamming the sherry, the sherry before he goes in, in his car. That wouldn't surprise With those, me. But he, t- but he, we he, never see it. He has in. one of those little sherry glasses, like in his in his dashboard or in his glove compartment. He pulls it out and he like takes. He shoots like eight of them. Yeah, and he was doing key bumps at the same time. I'm sure just to keep himself just level enough to yeah. do the show. Him and Bulldog in the bathroom. Bulldog's on another another level. Oh. I don't know what Bulldog's on. I think he's high, like hopped up on. I feel like Bulldog would be the kind of guy that go down a K hole. Oh my god! <laughs> I think he's just like jacked up on testosterone or something. Like yes. he's on something else. Where I'm like, I don't know. He's just super high energy. Yeah, and we're like, good god, what did he do today? I looked, I looked for a horn that sounds like Bulldogs because <laughs> I wanted to buy it and bring it on podcast day <laughs> and do Bulldog sounds like in studio live bulldog sounds but i couldn't find one that sounded correct did you know that if you look up horns like that kind of thing on amazon they have examples of what they sound like oh okay (laughs) it's great so they've integrated that into the software where you can like it's like play play here and it's like like (laughs) (laughs) it's amazing i'm sure they got lots of complaints from people they're like what the hell? I can't even test this. How am I supposed to know what it sounds like? It's mostly clowns. I'm gonna <laughs> mostly jokesters and clowns. I wanted a deep horn. And Theater teachers and shit. Like, how am I supposed to know? <laughs> You're right. I never thought about ordering horns online. <laughs> There's that certain things a, you have to know what they sound like. That is a key feature of a horn yeah. that you would be need to test before you purchased it online. <laughs> it's pretty good, though. Great point. Yeah. Never thought about it. Um, so Fraser's mainly just upset that his memory's not what it used to be. And so he goes in and talks to Rods and she kind of messes with him about a fake hair appointment. Uh-huh. 
And he's like, oh, yeah, you got a hair appointment with this uh, stylist today or whatever. And he's like, I don't remember doing such a thing. <laughs> and then she kind of like fakes him out about it being her birthday or something like that. I forget what else. Maybe those are the only two big ones. Yeah. It she's was, razzing him. She's just razzing him. It was a quick scene. Quick. And then, yeah. Then we get to uh, the apartment. Niles and Martin are playing cards. I don't know. They might have been playing some other fancy pants game there. I couldn't really tell. Just I, looked I couldn't like cards. Tell. I couldn't tell either. They had the bit with with Eddie scratching at his shoe. Yep. Yeah. Eddie all over the shoes, which he's got to be trained out of that. You need to stop that kind of behavior, Especially Martin. when you wear expensive, you know, whatever kind of shoes he's got on his feet. I thought he was hiding a card. I was for sure, because oh, every time I see that, I think right. he's like heist cheating. He's got like an ace under there or whatever game they're playing. That would be a far better payoff right there. Or some, I mean, that's a different direction for the whole thing. But yes, that would be a much funnier gap yeah. for sure. Are you a card Eddie guy? Was on, you, do you play cards ever? Absolutely not. Nothing? No. Three card Monty is that nope. a game? <laughs> Isn't uh, that a game? High card Monty, five uh, card Monty. I, think, I forget. Uh, yeah, three card Monty is the one that the street vendor guys do, and they like switch the little cards around like the cups. I it's guess. just like ball in a cup. I'm it's got to sure. just be a guy named Monty that like invented it, and they call it three card Monty. It's a grift, just Man, a grifter. Another name that like I know there's Monty Montgomery, but I don't know any um, Montys Mont. myself. Mont. What is it? That's short for Montgomery. Has to be. Got to be. You're like Montana, Montana or something Montana. like that. If your parents are like, that's Montana Jones, and you're like, I do don't people want go by Mont? Is no. that a name? That's Why not a name. Why would you ever do that? Mont. I'm sorry. What's your name? Mont. No, I've never heard of a Mont anywhere that I can think of. Bert. Well, yeah, but the good lord, there's plenty of birds. Birdie, out. that's another yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, well, Birdie's an old lady name, and I like old birdies. I mean, I I, I mess with old birdies. I'm <laughs> I'm fine with them. I'd hang out with them if you're an old birdie, birdie boy. What did Aaron say on the office? She's like, Birdie boy, do you uh, want to yeah. play a game? I can't recall. <laughs> <laughs> My memory's gone terrible. <laughs> I I'm watching this show right now as we talk. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason I'm able to keep up. Um. But it is raining outside. Uh, that's an, always a nice Seattle touch where like they didn't really reference the rain and Fraser didn't look out anywhere. They're just like, hey, make it raining. It's Seattle. Sure. Like, cool. Perfect. Sure. I wonder what that always makes me wonder like what kind of rig they use. Probably just a drip line hose that they can turn on and it just like spills water off the side of, of the like top of the like, you know, scaffolding that they're using. I think that's just one guy with one of those like sparklers jugs or whatever. The he just stands up there and sloshes it around. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, sparklets or whatever. They get yeah, a couple of sparklets. those guys and they uh, you know just stand up there above it and they just dump it they out. Just dump like, it out. That makes sense. Like, all right, guys, cut. And that way you can just you know stop pouring it. Yeah, but see, but really, you'd have to have some sort of a water collection thing, unless it was a phys like a weird effect that looks like water. I mean, it's physically there; it's not like CG'd in. But you know what I mean? Like, yes, you would have to have some kind of collection device. Yeah, I'm just thinking practically here, as far as like the set design. You're right. I would don't. Our know listeners what, are there. I, are, there's a small for that. group. Yeah. Oh, they come for They've that. They've been coming they come at me my, on social yeah. media, and they're like, they, "Hey, talk about the." They come talk for about my the direct behind the scenes knowledge yeah. of how the rain system works, mm -hmm. and they're like, "They're like, you guys don't talk about like the the behind the scenes." And they're correct. All right, so if I were like you, I would say yes. It's probably built into the set yeah. because they knew they were going to make it rain. 
just like me. Anytime every I go time out, you public, go out. every time you're out in public, you know me. I always take out. That's what minor celebrities do, Steve. They make it rain. That's why I take their pennies, but there it's raining, baby. God, you beat me to it. I was gonna say Sacagawea quarters <laughs> or the dollars or whatever, but yeah, pennies is fine too. Uh, I think those Sacagawea dollars are worth more than a dollar. Are they really? I'm then? Pretty sure. Gosh, I used to love those things because they're probably the like f- for real silver, and silver is definitely worth more than the dollar at this point silver and gold silver and gold <laughs> so fraser walks in starts shredding on the piano for half a sec shredding sure and then he borks it mm-hmm. beefs it so he gets to one note that he just can't execute and this is where i'm like oh do you have to play by memory you can't just Pull hear out. what note it needs to go oh, to sure here. like uh, just think about what how the song sounds and yeah, then it's this like, note. certainly you can figure out at least what the next top note right. needs to be in this particular section here where he seems to be getting thrown just by like where it even goes but <laughs> i didn't even maybe know the, i'm wrong yeah, no you're not because like as a musician you're a musician too and so you just you're we hear it i'm it's a, just like i'm it's, a humble eh. bad play <laughs> i don't music anymore i noodle please i I don't noodle like phrase, all right? Yeah. Um they could have gotten because that wasn't actually Kelsey Grammer playing uh on the on the piano. That well, was I mean, dubbed. But not that he can't. I know that he can, just not as good as David Hyde Pierce. You know who's really good at the, at the piano? Sean Hayes from Smartless from Will and Grace. He's like concert pianist good. Like no no joke, like very highly trained. Anyways. Uh that was a recording, and I think that the recording should have been a uh, better quality. It better was, quality? Yeah, it was trash. I think it, it was, should have been like he tried to do it, and then the only thing he could remember was some trash like Great Balls of Fire. Or like or the entertainer. That, like, yeah, like yeah, exactly. <laughs> where he's like, God, good gravy. And then he's like, bum, 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 bum. And you ran on my brain. Bum, 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 bum. How can I remember this filth, but I can't remember the good stuff or something? He's like Billy Jean or something. Right. It's like maybe because, you know, he like reverts to the common man almost. Good gravy. But no, they just make him. That would be too weird for Frazier. So they just make him more, I don't know, get all whiny about turning old. So he gets frustrated. Can't remember it. Slams the lid of the piano mm-hmm. there, or whatever they call that thing. And then uh, Martin and Niles just remind him, hey, buddy, you're old, you old man. <laughs> and Frazier's uh, <laughs> like, no, I'm not even middle-aged. He's like, I'm only 41. That's middle-aged. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely middle-aged, but... Like, if anything, you're over middle-aged by most life expectancy, and... You're, you're turning big 3-8 here soon. That's Is that middle-aged? Are we are we middle-aged, or are we just right on the cusp of it? Look, man, I'm turning 18 uh-huh. tomorrow, from what I understand. Yeah. Finally legal, all right? <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, I'm 38 tomorrow. Woo! What a terrible time to be alive. Yeah, but you got a good, solid birthday. Uh yeah, June June ninth is my birthday. That's right. Uh, in the middle of the year. Um, nice the summer solid, birthday. Every nice solid every time. Summer birthday. Yeah, it doesn't change. Unlike other people's, I'm not one of those leap year kids. Right. Uh, so yeah, it's a it's, it's a shortened solid shortened to six nine, which some would find, you know, uh, nice, nice and the, entertaining. Th- that's right. 
Uh, it's a good bit. Yeah, I would say I'm most definitely a middle age. I will be more than lucky if I make it to 76. Good God. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, Frazier should be thanking his lucky stars. He's Is only it, 41. Yeah, he's only 41. He looks just terrible. He does. It's the it's the receding hairline. In the mullet with it. <clears throat> yeah. That the, was hot in the 90s, though. I bet it was hot in the summer. What I bet it was. <laughs> it was yeah, that's his, a, neck. Exa- his neck was sweating. That was some heavy neck. You sweat. got a haircut too. I noticed. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I did. You took, you took your your because you you have rather long hair. Like what's his name? Leo? Is it Leo? <laughs> who's the who's the porter guy? Porter. That's what? what you call a maintenance guy. Who's the who's the maintenance guy in the building? Oh, okay. we saw him last like, week. I was like, what are you talking about? My hair is like Mr. Bean, and it always <laughs> will be. What are you talking about? Good gosh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think Leo is the guy who yeah. comes up and helps out. We'll he, talk about him later because I think he was on that sister sister episode. Is that true? Pretty I was sure. I, that's I couldn't I find it like the actual. I looked it up. I couldn't find it. I was like, that's the guy from the other show, right? I was like, I'm too lazy to go Pretty look sure it up it was. right now. So I'll talk about it without knowing really. But I was like, here's another <laughs> long haired dude. Here's a stereotypical long haired guy. Yeah. I was like, this guy's getting work, I guess. <laughs> uh, so Daphne's leaving. Uh, Fraser quickly asks her if she sees him as a younger man or older man, and Daphne wants no part of that. Uh, says, you know, I'm not going to answer that question. Right. So Fraser kind of starts to dial in on the fact that, like, yeah, I-, I bet if I asked people, they would say I'm a middle-aged guy, yeah. you know, and that's making him feel bad. So he goes and grabs some aspirin. It's kind of like, how would the police describe you if you committed a crime? Oh. Frazier's pretty rapey. I can tell you that. <laughs> I don't think the police he use wears that a term. trench coat half the time. He looks our like sus- a flash. Our shredder. suspect has brown hair, blue eyes, and he's kind of rape. Got a rapey vibe. <laughs> <laughs> he's got this weird mullet. He wears a trench coat. He's I don't know. So he's got this like snarl on his face. He looks pretty grumpy all the time. <laughs> I would think. I mean, I guess he's got nice shoes, so he's got that going for him. Yeah, but you never know. I don't trust him. Frazier probably has a lot of loafers. You strike me as a loafers guy. Good God, no. I like loaves of bread. Yeah? Delicious bread. I could see you wearing some loafers with a penny in it. No, I mean, again, Sacagawea dollars is what I would <laughs> drop in there. I mean, I think we've established that that is my favorite coin. got a coin. copious amount of these coins. I'm going to after this. I'm going <laughs> to cash in all the money I get for my birthday right into the bank and be like, all right, here we go. Eight dollars in Sacagawea quarters. Make sure please. you tell the teller at the birth at your at your bank that you got all that for your birthday. <laughs> I will. <laughs> it's all my birthday money. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> They're like, sir, you could just deposit this in the chute. <laughs> like, you don't need to do this. Just take a picture of this on your phone and deposit it. <laughs> no. It's fine. I want to do this. I earned this from a lemonade stand. I want to <laughs> take this in here. My birthday proceeds. I, yeah. I already tried taking a picture of this cash and it didn't work. They were like, you can't do that. Please stop trying to deposit cash or coins from <laughs> your phone. It's not going to work. So I've uh, tried, Jordan. Okay. One more question. And no. then we can get back to Frazier. If you, we always stay on track. Oh, here completely. If you were going to throw a birthday party for yourself, like a party, big birthday bash blowout, where would it be? Where would be the venue? The venue, can, for, it's like it, 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 unlimited budget. You do whatever you want. <laughs> I don't know why you would ask me such things. I'm just curious. Um, man, 
That's really, uh, I would say my answer would be at the top of the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> uh, and actually, no, bottom floor of the Eiffel Tower. Under I'm it. afraid of heights. Yeah, exactly. So right underneath the Eiffel Tower. And uh, maybe one of those um, like smoked uh, smoked hams or oh, something like that. A smoked <laughs> ham party. Yeah, you get a smoked ham out there. <laughs> Never in my wildest imagination that I think you would say that the place you want to have your birthday is at the underneath the Eiffel Tower with a smoked ham party. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> why not? You know, I mean, or anything. I like, like it. That's good. I, I said a cow would be just fine too. And I mean, I'm not trying to like encourage non-vegetarianism smoked, or whatever. A smoked cow. Yeah, <laughs> a brisket. Like, I mean, because if you said a smoked pig, people would be like, "Cool, that sounds great." But if you said a smoked cow, people would be like, "What the <laughs> fuck are you eating?" <laughs> well, hey. Let, I want a lot of people to be fed here. I don't want it to be just steaks, or I don't want it to be just burgers. You know, it's like I want to use the whole cow. Oh my you know? god! Could I want you there imagine? to be ribs. I want there to be steaks. You know, I'm, that's what I'm saying a cow. That would take days to prepare. That's insane. Yeah. So wow, what a blowout that would be. And I would prefer if the Eiffel Tower moved to Texas, if okay. we could, because I don't like flying don't too they, much. Either. Maybe they have one in Paris, in Paris, Texas. They might. I, well, I know they do have like a little miniature one. There you it go. Is a, I don't think I could fit underneath. That's a it, quicker though. drive. It is. You quicker know? trip. It, you okay. Know, well, you get one live band to play. What? But what band is it? Who's playing your party? Oh gosh! Uh, anyone who could do late. 2005 Britney Spears. Oh, yeah. Um, I think if it was really rocking and like, you know, not that early Britney Spears, but like well, that she middle, of the, yeah, middle of the career, kind of dancey, but not before <laughs> she went a little, eh, you know, like that vibe. If you could give me that wow. vibe forever, I think that so would like work. So like it's Britney bitch vibe. Like, yes, mm. a lot of that. Okay. Um, so just after oops, I did it again. I feel like, and all that stuff. So, wow. Okay. You know, that, that kind of era for, her. I think she was touring a lot back. Then. That'd be a, that'd recall. be a huge party. That'd be great. Yeah. So if you could get me like a Britney tour from like that era, like, post oops i did it again right but pre you know off the like yeah end, and like you know vegas residency britney yeah or even like head shaving <laughs> i forget when head shaving and all the crazy stuff happened to like that like there was a certain point where i don't think she like came out again and sure we ruined her jordan oh the yeah society she, ruined she was her. absolutely ruined <laughs> so that would be the band if you could get me britney spears then i think it would be a party people would be wow. like i'm going to this smoked cow eiffel tower britney spears party yeah bitch. that's that and seeing that's the way that you that's bringing in 38 right there that's incredible steve well join me tomorrow at the Eiffel Tower as we wrap up this episode of Sideshow. <laughs> oh my God, no, we're barely into this thing. Goodness <laughs> gracious. Uh, so yeah, Fraser slams some aspirin for a headache. Marty asks him a few questions about getting old. Are you sleeping through the night without having to go to the john? Are you getting into a chair without groaning? <laughs> yeah. It's tough. And uh, can you eat a piece of pizza 12 hours before bed without issues or whatever 12 so, hours before bed and i was like so that's basically lunch pizza only yeah is what he was saying yeah but like still lunch is at noon and 12 hours later is midnight so if you're going to bed before midnight you're fucked you have to eat a breakfast pizza frazier's a late nighter i feel like 
Yeah. Or is he an early to bed, early to rise? He seems like an early to bed kind of guy. But everybody's up before him. Daphne and Marty. Yeah, that's true. And his show is a little later. And he's Hmm. always walking down that robe. Frazier probably does. He probably is a late night guy. He probably stays up and reads his books. What a nerd. (laughs) I mean, his books is what I feel like are the nerdy part. I'm like... And we'll get to that in a little bit. And like he talks about psychology stuff. And I'm like, all right. Or psychiatry <laughs> stuff. I'm like, all right, Frazier. Give it a rest a little bit. Uh, so Marty tells him, hey, just the best thing you can do is lean into it. Don't fight it, mm. basically, because it gets a little worse. And then Marty shows him a photo of back when Martin was young. Says, here's me with jet black hair and a leather jacket when I went through my little stage there and my midlife crisis. <laughs> and Fraser's appalled, kind of makes fun of him, jokes at him a little bit, yeah. as one would do. Sure. Then we go to a department store at the mall. Marty's remembering it from when it was Pinsky's department store. I would imagine that's something they made up. We don't have those here. No, we don't. It could be a thing. I mean, Penske is a truck brand. Right. That's what I was like. Is this like Ryder, Penske, those kinds of things? Uh U-Haul department store or something like that? Well, it just could have like they changed their business model. You know, we had Mervyn's. I mean, Nintendo started out as like a, like a card company. Pringles was just tennis balls. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I remember. Yeah. When Pringles was a tennis ball company. Mm-hmm. I recall. <laughs> and so Daphne is shopping for socks and underwear for Martin, which feels like a real weird thing for Daphne again to have to do, where it's like he could buy his own GD underwear and socks. She wears many hats. I suppose so. I think they overwork that poor girl. I think you're absolutely right. It, right. It, I think it just goes to show they're probably he probably doesn't charge a rent. She lives in at this house. point. How could she? You, you, right? you don't make her pay for her room. Yeah, if she's doing all that extra legwork and shit and like right. cleaning for you and cooking. Like no, 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 no. And Martin's shopping during this time. So it's like, hey, I'm gonna help Fraser. Daphne, you go find me some socks and underwear, lady. You're yeah, like, come on, man. <sighs> But so Martin pulls off some uh, elastic pants made out of synthetic fiber, shows them to Frazier, says, hey, check these things out. Essentially implying like, hey, man, you're going to get fat now, too. He's like, you can do this elastic or you can do suspenders. That way you can just kind of cover it up with a jacket. and No one can tell your gut's getting bigger. So Martin's really giving him some advice, even though Martin's pretty trim himself. He knows Uh, what old guys go through, though. He does. Frazier says he doesn't have a gut. He has contours. Well, that's a good way to put it. That is a good way to put it. It's like, I don't have pimples. I have beauty marks. Sure. Okay. <laughs> don't judge me for what are for on my... chronic yeah. beauty marks. Yeah, exactly. Just, hey, hey, okay? Just because... You should see my, my nightly face face routine. So it's that tough, it's, man. So that you can... <laughs> It's tough. I've been getting pimples lately, dude. I have. I think it's either stress or because I've been changing like my sheets. I'm, I've been changing my sheets and my and my uh, pillowcases, and I've been like washing. I keep thinking I'm like, was it because I washed? Is that what? Yeah, no, literally. Like, I've been checking for stuff, and then and then I've been like, what is causing this? Because I never get like, and I've been getting pimples, and I'm like, okay, what am I eating? Uh, is it this soap that I've been washing my face with? What have I been doing differently? Am I touching my face more? Oh, you're touching your face more. I can tell. I can see it's it right stress now. Stress touch. It's like, uh, like. <laughs> you see this hair? 
I went to get it cut the other day. They're like, oh my gosh, you have natural gray highlights. <laughs> I'm like, I know I have natural gray highlights. I own a mirror. I, I yeah. do. I'm like, I do yeah, have I know my hair is going yeah. gray. They're like, but it's beautiful. It's like highlights. My family says the same thing. They're like, God, you you really got a lot of gray in there now. I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, yes, I'm aware. Thank you for that. I'm like, <laughs> like, if you colored it now, it would look great like you'd look like you had highlights i'm like i know stop saying that to me like i'm not gonna get any coloring in it good lord stop selling <laughs> me just on coloring, sir. You. i know i'm like good lord it's not gonna happen it's just a, they're like tra- they're perfectly trained to see that and be like strike attack that's all like- <laughs> it is <laughs> oh sir your hair is so beautiful yeah. i'm like uh-huh that's right chop it off all of it Get rid like, of I'll it. I'll tell you what's not going to fix the the coarse texture of the hairs that are growing in in that in that color, and it's more color on top of it. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, no, then it's just going to look uneven. I'm going to have to keep coming back yeah. for more coloring. <laughs> You've gotten me into a cycle of coloring. I know how this works. How dare you? Ugh. Um. So Martin gets alarmed when Daphne starts looking at underwear with stripes. It's like, oh my god, she's looking at stripes, and he kind of like scurries off over there so Frazier's left alone a salesperson uh starts uh talking to Frazier says he's got a great build yeah a guy like you would look great in this a tall man like yourself and uh I think he's su- she suggests like a rainbow cardigan which is kind of Frazier's like cheer style sure. from some of the like screen caps I've seen and stuff like that where I'm like oh Frazier wore cooler clothes back in the 80s but mm-hmm. he clearly doesn't now um, so she says she's um, 36 oh yeah she says he's 36 because he just goes right out and asks the same question he asked to Daphne sorry Frazier's like hey how old do you think I am here, basically? She's like, I don't want to answer that. So same <laughs> same answer Daphne gave, basically. And she's like, I don't know, 36. 30, you know, and then she's like, I don't know, maybe 34. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's blessing himself. Excuse Bless me. You. Yeah, God rest <laughs> your soul. Um, but she's in sales mode, it seems like. Just like that woman who cut my hair and was trying to push the coloring on me. She's like, oh, 36, but maybe... Maybe even 34. She's flattering the shit out of him. Uh, and Frazier pick, immediately is like, oh, uh, grab me two Armani shirts that <laughs> yeah, are expensive exactly. here. <laughs> on the way to the fitting room, this is where she's like, oh, you're a psychiatrist. I took a few courses. Uh, are you f- more Freudian? What are you? And he's like, oh, I'm, yes, I've traditionally been more Freudian, but I'm. Uh, more leaning more Jungian lately because I'm feeling young at heart. Who is he talking about? Uh, Sigmund Freud. I and know Sigmund Freud is it Carl. Carl Jung. Carl Jung. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, okay. I didn't go to school for it. Neither I know the I. the bare basics, but that's Niles's guy. Niles is the one who's a hung specialist, as he will later type incorrectly <laughs> on a business card. <laughs> so he's a young, a young specialist or whatever, young, however it's pronounced there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that's essentially the, where I was like, oh, Fraser's just saying whatever he needs to to kind of make this girl, I don't know, kind of into him. Yeah. Uh, and she gives him a courtesy laugh and tells him he's cute. And so just selling him. Basically, it's all I saw here, a little dash of flirting. Yeah, and he was like, me or the something? And she was like, 
You figure it out. You figure it Walked out. Walked away. I think that's the girl from Mr. Holland's Opus, by the way. Oh, uh, maybe. It might be Rowena. I, I don't it's know. It, it very well might be. I didn't look up the, uh, the actors in yeah. this particular one. You know me. This is not a well-researched podcast. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I mean, if you came here for that... Good lord, get this is episode twenty. Get out of here. Like that's <laughs> not for that. Why are you still listening? Uh, yeah, you don't need to be here for this. Good yep. gosh. <sighs> uh so then we go to the dressing room area. Martin walks up to Fraser. Fraser tells Martin that he's sure the saleswoman was flirting with him. Yeah. And uh hey, Martin says the same thing that every m- member of the audience has already picked up. She's a salesperson. She's trying dude. to sell you some stuff, but yeah, she's like a waitress that you're like, I think she's into me, bro. <laughs> she's been super nice when she brought the case home. My wife and I said the same thing. And then we started talking about the South Park episode. And you probably don't watch my South Park, but the South Park episode where where he goes to Raisins, which is like the <laughs> South Park version of Hooters. Stupid. <laughs> It's so funny. Stupid. It's like these girls that are there like, hey, honey. And Butters <laughs> falls in love with him. He's like, I think she's my girlfriend now. It's so funny. <laughs> and he comes back every time and she's like, oh, hey. like it, Not real love. Not she's real. on the clock. He's like, she's my girlfriend, guys. It's hilarious. Like, no, she's really not. <laughs> she's on a shift. There's and- a part in the game, the South Park game, which is like one of the best video games ever, by the way. Uh, oh. It's amazing. There's two. And uh, the the i think it's the stick of truth or something i don't remember which one it was but there's the reasons that in the stick game of truth yes yeah, the stick of truth and the fractured butthole okay <laughs> fractured butthole butthole yeah my oh my good gravy uh, uh stupid shout out to south park yeah shout out to the parkies out there uh but martin says she's young enough to be his daughter mm-hmm. i don't no, she would. He's 21 ah. years older than her. I mean, all right. You're right. That's true. No, wait. Tw- she's 22. She's He's 19 years older. Than yeah, her. 19 years older. So technically, yes. Yeah. All right. So we Imagine to- being 19. And that's how I always think about it. I'm like, when, he, when you were 19, she was being born. <laughs> so I always think about it. It's like, well, that's not relevant when they're older. That's a but- <laughs> good way to think of it. Again, I'm not at an age or in any um, like marital status where I'm going to be thinking about like, hey, what are those 20 year olds getting right, into or whatever? Exactly. Nor would I probably want to hang out with no, them. No, no. Those I'm are those, too old. to us. Those are children because Correct. you know what I mean? Like that's how, you know, but yeah. they'd mention a TikToker and I'd be like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Who did you mention to me just now? Uh, I love the TikTok. I hear it's incredible. <laughs> I've heard amazing things about it. You can't mention actual people to me, though. I won't know who you're talking about. Right. You can show me a funny video. I don't know people's names. I, I, I talk it up a lot uh, with the talk, but. Oh, you talk the talk? But do you walk I mean, I don't the talk? Like, I don't like post TikToks, but I follow a lot of like mowing guys. Dear and God. Like, <laughs> I follow like. Stand up comedians this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I regret ever doing Steve this. Steve has left the chat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so KACL is where we are now. <laughs> Fraser's signing off. He teases Bulldog's Gonzo Sports Hour. Here comes Bulldog right in. He uh, mentioned something about Ken Griffey Jr. And then carried <laughs> yeah. the sales. Uh, yeah, but he has recovered from his groin pulled his groin yeah carrie the saleswoman walks in with fraser's pants 
odd thing to do and odd thing to show up at the, at his workplace. Yeah, yeah. You typically can't get up there. Like I said, even oh, if no, somebody invited you, it's like you're gonna need a security escort <laughs> up to a radio station. People have been killed at radio sure. stations. Like it's a it's different than normal workplaces. They're like, no, you can't just walk into a radio <laughs> yeah. station. Did you see Jingle All the Way? Martin Mole almost say, got that's killed. Exactly what I was going to bring up. I think we talked about this already, but yeah, <laughs> ridiculous. Um, so Carrie, the saleswoman, walks in, and uh, Bulldog honks when she says she has the pants or whatever. So all right, it's like I've got your pants. Yeah, you know, like and the, that's where that that's where that horn came from that I was trying to find, but I couldn't find that sound. And Carrie's flirting with Fraser, and Bulldog hits her up, and he's like, "Hey." Didn't I let you pour a flaming tequila shooter down my throat <laughs> at Sloppy Nicks during last year's Indy 500? <laughs> she did not. <laughs> she. This was not her. But what an incredible line to just say to anyone you've met. Right. Like, Because it immediately hey, says, you? I party, and I've been to the Indy 500. And, and I trust people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I go to a place called Sloppy Nicks. So... <laughs> That's what you need to know about me going in. You, you've known since I first said anything to you that that's the kind of guy I am. How do you feel about those kinds of places like Dick's Last Resort? I can't say that I've been to one in a oh. long time, but it's a fun concept. We like should if go you know to what Dick's you're Last going Resort into. because I have I've only been once, and I was like a kid, and I thought it was the fucking funniest I thing. I think it shut down. Did in it? Dallas. Oh, I don't know that it's still going around. They're like. Being rude to people is not good if they don't know what they're getting into, basically. It's too much social media. We can't do this anymore. That, too, I bet. <laughs> and I'm sure, like I said, I see people in, you know, Frasier fan groups that are like, how could they cut the ties off those guys at the, you know, <laughs> restaurant? And I'm like, that's part of it. It's like, you know, before going in, there's signs, man. They yeah, tell, there are restaurants. You. They're going to mess with you. And yeah, if a guy that you go with has you in conversation and he opens the door for you and you don't see the signs and stuff like that, yep. then you could easily get blindsided by your buddies. There. How many times during like business lunches do you think that happened? Quite a bit, I'm sure, especially early on. I've got a board meeting later yeah. today. <laughs> God damn it, Martin. Kids on the phone. He's like, Carol, I need a new tie. Yeah, exactly. Fax <laughs> Get me a courier I with a tie. I thought you were going to say, fax me a tie. Oh, I was, was going to be like, what's the 90s? How do I get something? Fax and I'm me like, over a new tie. <laughs> that would be more incredible. <laughs> fax Carol, fax me a tie. <laughs> Sir, we can't do that. The technology's not there yet. <laughs> That like, sounds like a Mr. Show bit or something that they do. And then he like we're gonna try cuts to it out in the time. Puts it on. Put it in the machine. Shows up at the meeting with a paper tie on. Great. <laughs> be outstanding. That's a good bit. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. That would be an outstanding one there. <laughs> so Bulldog guess he's leaving and rejected. He mentions he drives a 94 Camaro. Oh, yeah. If it, he was like, if it's any consolation or like not consolation, but he's like, if you, if you talk to her, you tell her. I drive <laughs> and what sucks is that right now I'm like, what a piece of shit. And I'm like, that's actually an incredible car. In At 19, that time, yeah. It's like a 1994 brand new, brand new Camaro. I'm like, that was probably actually a very cool car to drive. Sure. It's like, all right. It's pretty cool. You wouldn't now. rock a 94 Camaro now? I'd have to take a look at it, but I don't know that it's the best from a safety standpoint. You and know, uh, 94 is the year that my dream car, hang on one second while I adjust this, this is the year that my dream car is from a 1994 Mazda RX-7. 
second generation right yeah i know a lot about the rx7 you've talked to me about it before i definitely thought you were going to say 1994 is the year my dream girl was born (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh god good lord yeah exactly what's Uh, happening my my wife and i are the same age (laughs) makes more sense (laughs) she was in our grade (laughs) and that does make more sense right dream car got it dream car makes makes more sense now uh yeah how much those things running nowadays oh god i don't know because they're you know obviously it's like a classic car at this point so you get one in top condition you're probably paying like twenty thousand dollars i'm not sure that's not a million at least (laughs) oh no they're not like crazy you know expensive or it's not collector's item or yeah i'm sure there are some they're probably probably the one from like uh the the one from uh gone in 60 seconds or like gone in 60 seconds or some shit that they stole that's you know that was a really nice one. That was a good one, yeah. That was a good one. Uh, so Carrie is pretty forward, asks Frazier on a date. We're not going down to the Nicolas Cage road. I could spend an hour on Nick <laughs> Cage, okay? I have to move forward. I was forward. just trying to bait I, you. I, was gonna say, I have to move forward. That's my job on this we'll, podcast is we'll to We'll never bait get out you. of here. It, it'll be three hours if I have to start talking about Nick Cage, okay? <laughs> uh, it, then I'll be on Con Air. Then I'll be on all kinds of other stuff. It just won't go well. And then I'm like, hey... The Rock, why did Sean Connery do that? He was the best part of it, but why? It's um, kind of working. It is kind of working, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, so Carrie asks Frazier out on a date for coffee. Yeah, she's uh, 22, he's 41. Um, so he says at first, like, nah, it's not really appropriate for us to date, basically. And um, Bulldog Caesar leaves and tells Frazier he's an idiot. Mm-hmm. Comes in, conks him on the head, basically. Uh and then he tries to go make a pass at her himself. Typical bulldog there. <laughs> Says he's going to tell her he was an ex-hockey player, which is a... I would actually buy it. I really would. I'd be like, all right. I mean, he's not tall or big. Yeah, I'd be like, I'd, what position uh, did you play? Yeah, I could see like a second, third string guy. Or like a, you know? maybe a goalie. That, exactly. That's bulldog the only thing goalie. I could think is an old school goalie who is real nimble or yeah, something. Re- yeah, Very exactly, flexible. Exactly. Because goalies don't have to be big, big guys. I think nowadays you want them to be pretty big. I Do think you? they've gotten taller than what Bulldog was there. But I think historically they might have been a little bit smaller yeah because eddie belfort wasn't a big guy no he was not a big guy kind of a short little guy you remember that time we went to the stars didn't we go to the stars practice once and we met matt vachuk remember that (laughs) remember that we went and we met we met matt was it matt matt what was his name richard matt vachuk was it richard (laughs) i don't remember his name name. i haven't heard in a long time we met matt vachuk though i remember (laughs) that yes I've met some hockey players in my day. That's cool. You're a hockey guy. You played hockey. I skated. I played a little bit of little hockey. Little, little bit of Even hockey. when we were adults, you played you played roller hockey. You were like the captain of your roller hockey team, bro. I enjoy roller hockey. You, you don't were, have to wear shoulder pads. You were really good, dude. I don't know what happened. You just stopped. Like you were like something to be a sight to behold out there. Drugs, man. I guess yeah. so. <laughs> Drugs and, and guitar. You started doing too many shrooms you before start, the games. You started buddy. getting real into Les Claypool. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's not hard to trace back where my hockey career went wrong, you know? <laughs> Living in Texas and a lot of mescaline. Fish and Claypool claimed another one. It's, it's tough out there, you know? <laughs> now I do put on half that stuff and I'm like, good God, this is tough to listen to for more than oh, a few minutes. Absolutely. So people we were, were like, no we, we were growing we were it, growing you're hearing stuff for the first time you know claypool sounds real cool at a certain point <laughs> yeah. you know, like 
Listen to all those notes. <laughs> I've never heard so many notes at I one think the time. Same thing when, when I listen to some of the like fusion stuff or like the Zappa stuff that I used to be real into, I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> too much uh, what are they doing just settle down a little bit can we can we just take her easy for a minute we know we're, we're all very talented we get it exactly. it's all fine we don't have to leave it all on the table every time yeah. i get it let's see that's another sign of being middle-aged it is there was a guy speaking of middle-aged there was a guy i was outside doing lawn stuff and my kids were out there my wife was out there and this guy came racing down the street this is the most middle-aged thing i've done lately <laughs> oh yeah i shook he had his window down i shook at first i whistled because i could uh-huh. whistle real loud so i gave him a real loud like finger whistle <laughs> and oh. then i shook my hand at him <laughs> <laughs> like this and then i gave him the 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 slow down signal and then gave him a thumbs down <laughs> All as he drove by. You're so old, man. <laughs> I, know. I know my lowest moment was when a kid parked right outside of my house and uh, he was bumping his music, mm-hmm. like loud rap music. <laughs> and I live pretty close to a high school, so I could see out my window and I was like, oh, it's just some high school kid. He's token of that bad. And, and no, he was definitely smoking yep. and he had his girl in the car. <laughs> and she was, it was before school. This was like 730. I had no problem with it. They looked like they're probably 17 or Stuff 18. Stuff that you seniors. used to do all the time. <laughs> exactly. They looked like seniors in high school. They just happened to pick my house to park sure. next to. But I was working. <laughs> and it was really loud. Like to the point where I couldn't like, focus on my sure. work. And so I had, after like 15 minutes, I was like, oh my God. I gotta be this guy. I gotta walk out there and say something to him. And so I walk over there. And again, I know he's smoking. I can see him over there. And he's got no clue. He's just rapping. And he's having a good time. And so I walk over there and I knock on the window. Or not knock on the window. He kind of sees me approaching. And I like, you know, got to put my hey. hand up. Like, hey. Roll and then, yeah, I, I, I tell him to roll it down. Give him a little hand signal that I'm sure he kind of halfway knows. Probably doesn't, doesn't understand. understand what that is. Yeah. And first thing I say is like, hey, hey, man. it It's okay. I'm cool. But uh, <laughs> and I knew it wasn't true. But uh, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. Okay, hey man, disarm him a little bit. Yeah, it's like, hey man, I'm all down with what you're doing. Can I, I just gotta work over here and like get on a call? But like, I, I'm totally cool. Can you just like move around the corner to the front of my house or like in between, like not at the window by my office? <laughs> like, and he drove off, and the girl was clearly like embarrassed or whatever oh, like no she didn't want any part of me being on there or whatever sure. like she thought she was about to get busted because they're some smoking old, weed yes yeah, yeah, so I mean, yeah, yeah. you know i mean they're uh, probably again i think it's 17 18 years old they're free to do whatever they want essentially sure. they're fine to smoke a little toke if they want to right uh, they looked like they were having a great time <sighs> yeah so i know I am old, Jordan. Mm. Uh, I haven't shook my fist at anyone the way you did, but I've done pretty similar stuff. So I I totally get it. I love it, though. Keep it up, Jordan. It's just a part of it, man, being, a, being living in the suburbs. I can't do the finger whistle. I'm jealous of that. Yeah, I, I don't know when I learned how to do that or how I learned how to do it, but I don't really need the fingers. It's not like I'm like using my fingers. I'm just kind of stretching my lip with my fingers. It's more, I don't know. Because I do it without it. It's that thing. It's impactful with the fingers, though. Mm -hmm. I like it. It looks, yeah, and especially if you do that one. Oh, yeah. Like a dad at a 90s baseball game. Power move. Yeah, that that whistle. That's a power move. Yep. Uh, So they go to Nervosa. Niles and Frazier, or sorry, Niles arrives. Frazier wants to talk to him. 
Uh, Niles asks Frazier a hypothetical desert island question that Frazier has no time for. <laughs> uh, Frazier just wants advice about what to do about Carrie asking him out and him declining. And he's like, hey, you know, I feel like I'd love to go out with this chick, but she's just so old. Or sorry, she's just so young. Right. <laughs> I'm so old, and I'm worried about my image more than anything. They mentioned this dude, Stanley Barrister, uh-huh. and how he doesn't want the same reputation as that guy. So basically, they all know that that's an old dude who dates young women. And I would say this is a lot like Leonardo DiCaprio is the vibe I was getting here. Where Once they get past a certain age. Yeah, so he's 44 right now. His age cap is 25. He is Leo's? Not, yeah, he has not publicly dated anyone over 45. So there's a beautiful... 25. Gra- sorry, 25. Correct. So there's a beautiful graph where like his age just keeps going up, but the bottom axis of his girls' ages just keeps like going in between 20 and 25 at the same time. Right. So it's a beautiful visualization of how it doesn't matter how old Leo gets... The girlfriends cannot eclipse this ceiling of twenty-five years old. It's incredible. He's like McConaughey and in, in uh, Days of Confused, where he's like, I right. get older, they stay the same age. It's exactly what he is. He's just <laughs> working in a legal window, unlike McConaughey, who was definitely talking about high school girls. Yes, he was. We're like, I, and, oh, and asking specifically about freshmen in that one. We we're like, that was that was Wooderson, that was Wooderson though. Yeah, sorry, Wooderson, Wood. The Wooderson. I think that's his name, Wooderson. Yep. Got to go revisit that one. Great one. A great one-day movie for sure. Fucking A. Uh, and so Niles commits his Frasier to go back and try to attempt Carrie to go on a date in case it is something real. Says, hey, you're clearly feeling you know, conflicted about it. Give it a try just in case it is a real relationship, basically. And Roz had kind of told him the same thing earlier, but not for relationship terms. Just kind of like, what do you care? Right. Go for it. <laughs> and it's like, so what? Yeah, people don't ask you out all the time. Might as well. What do you care, basically? Yeah. So he's got Bulldog telling him to go for it because he's an idiot if he doesn't. He's got Ross saying, like, yeah, what What do you care? Just go for it. They're both basically telling him, like, she just wants to have sex with you. Yeah, right. And then Niles is like, oh, well, if, I mean, if you think this is a real relationship, then it's worth it to give it a try. So Marty was the only one who was like, no, you, you're old enough to be your dad. Don't do it. <laughs> you know, so, so we'll see how it goes, basically. But so Frazier runs back to the department store or whatever. And it's the same day because everyone's wearing the same outfit. Right. So you're like, okay, Carrie's still in the same outfit. She went to give him the pants earlier. She's still at work, I guess. She went back to the store. Yeah. I was like, all right. Um, <laughs> So he explains to her that, hey, he wants to give it a try. And uh, as he's explaining, she tells him that she realizes now that dating him is a bad idea. It would alienate uh, her relationship with her father, who is about his age, I believe, is Mm. what she says. Mm. Mm -mm. Like, that's tough, man. Yeah. That's tough. Marty was right all along. (laughs) You are getting old. (laughs) (laughs) That's tough. Like... 22, like even 30s, kind of. I mean, not necessarily old, but like from a maturity standpoint, sure. 40, 41. Full on difference. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I have no problem with a 20 year age difference at certain points. Sure. But man, 41 and 22 is 
rough. Maybe it was different yeah, in the like 90s. Yeah, like 45, 65. That's like, you know. Yeah, right. That's thing, like, what does it matter at a certain point? Um, they're both, they're, at that point, it's like they're both adults. They can do what they want. Yeah, again, 38. If I had to think about 19 years, that person would be 19 years old right now. I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> this feels illegal. <laughs> like, we can't be here I right now. My niece is older than you. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. So, I mean, good for DiCaprio, I guess. I don't know. It's a weird creep thing. Yes. I don't know. It's very, I, I completely agree. I, I, I get cringy. He's also got a bajillion dollars, so maybe he gets made fun of by other people with a bajillion dollars if he doesn't have a a young a young one. That's it. I don't run in those circles, clear. So like, I would also be ostracized for a different reason. Yeah, who if knows? I wore the kind of stuff that Leo wore all the time, like I can't show up in tuxedos to dinner all the time. But he can. I don't know what they do in 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 Hollywood, man. That's they're crazy place, out yeah. there. It's a weird place out there. I've seen TMZ. I've read. I've seen DMZ. I've seen DMZ, and I've read New York Post. It's insane. <sighs> you don't want to know the kinds of gossip that goes on in there. People say all kinds of terrible things. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Like, they're all vampires. There are some vampires. I do believe that for sure. Nick Cage is one of those vampires, I believe. That's undoubtedly true. Uh, so, Frazier... While he's saying this, yeah, the girl's like, no, I don't want to go through with it. And Frazier's like, yeah, me either. Um, great idea, basically. <laughs> and then he flips and he's like, no, actually, I I did come down here to try to genuinely get Ooh, you to you. go out with me. And you're <laughs> like, okay. And uh, she's like, cool, you're honest. Great. You know, and then sends him on his merry way, basically. So he's clearly... Like nice, but then ticked because he punches a mannequin. Yeah. So he's just mad he didn't f this twenty-two-year-old girl. I think like, so. He's mad that he the, missed the opportunity. I don't really know. That's I was like, what the he's, hell is he mad about? He's that mad he didn't, that he is old and and okay. You know that he all of the all the stuff that Marty was saying was true. May, all right. The implication was like, God, if I had just said yes, I would have been able to hook up with this twenty-two-year-old a few times. And you're yeah. like, Frazier, <laughs> like, okay. come on, buddy. But yes, just mad about getting old. Okay. He realizes that 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 kind of thing is just kind of he's past it now. Was he in the market for twenty-two-year-old women before this? No, but I think he's used to it because we've seen lots of beautiful women be like, "I love your show, Doctor Crane." Yeah, at like wine bars or something. I mean, I I guess he's just never come to grips with this. He's forty-one. It should have come up when he was 40, not 41. <laughs> it's not even his birthday, for the love of God. <laughs> and it's like, okay. like I was like, certainly this is his birthday, right? He's turning 40. They're making like, such a big deal of it. I was like, no, it's none of those things. <laughs> I was like, he just goes on a date with some young lady. I'm like, all right. He had a little existential crisis. It's a creeper episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You think every episode's creepy, though? I had, I think a lot of TV in the 90s is creepy well, now. It's tough. Absolutely true. Uh, most of it's not even like problematic. It's just like on Frasier, at least. Like a lot of it's more just like kind of halfway creepy, where you're like, so that was kind of just accepted almost. Or, like, mean, it's played for comedy sometimes, but other times, no. You're, like, it's also coming from the minds of writers. 
True. And a lot of times, you know, they just, writers just, that's that's how they express everything that they think. <laughs> so. The goal is to get the hot 22-year-old, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, that's what we were all thinking, right? I mean, his true goal and what he was trying to gain in this story was hooking up with the 22-year-old. Because exactly. he didn't learn anything other than, I'm old. Great. You think she would have hooked up with Bulldog? No. You don't think so? Bulldog's got some game. You know, Bulldog has a modest amount of game. He's a wild card, though, because you don't know what Bulldog you're going to get. This woman didn't seem that unstable emotionally. She seemed like she was going for a type of dude that came into the She was into Fraser for his intelligence, too. Exactly. Like, I think she had a certain vibe she was going for more so than, like, I just want to hook up with an older guy. Classically, though, historically, she does like older men because in Mr. Holland's Opus, she was a teenager, and he was, like, a 45-year-old teacher. Mr. Holland's incredibly disgusting. Don't get me started (laughs) on how gross, creepy old man Mr. Holland Holland is. is. And I love Mr. Holland's Opus. Yeah, great fucking movie. In terms of like the movie and what I enjoyed about it in the 90s. No, you're absolutely right. Same deal. He is a creepy MFer. Like, you're absolutely correct. He is disgusting. And he's constantly looking to like evade his home life, uh, you know. Oh yeah, I mean, he he hates his wife from everything I can tell. Resents the fact that his son was born deaf since he's a composer and musician. Yep. He screams at his son all the time about stuff that is uncontrollable to his child. Yeah, yeah very uncomfortable parts of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Tough he's, to watch. Yeah, he's not a good dad. No, um, you're right. Yeah, and it is a total creeper moment when he's, he's kissing on the young girl and stuff like that. You're like, Mr. Holland. Mr. Holland. <laughs> this is a... Glenn, how can you do that? Like, this is a Disney movie? Like, <laughs> Disney produced this filth? And you're like, oh my gosh. Filth, Lord, filth. And I love the movie. I said, I'm not going to say I don't really enjoy Mr. Holland's opus as a film, but sure. Mr. Holland, the character? Yeah. Terrible choices throughout the movie. Yeah. Just and terrible. Rowena, the character, is uh, into older dudes. Now... We get on to the credits where Daphne is just folding laundry while uh, Eddie stares at her. I thought something else was going to happen in the closing sequence. He's just looking at her. Yeah, that's it. Not She's much. Just sitting there folding stuff. Yeah, sometimes they're like, we got her laundry earlier. There was Let's a callback to like the shorts, I guess. Some shorts. She pulls out a pair of shorts. I don't know. Eat my shorts. <laughs> Kiss my butt. That's a good 80s line. 90s <laughs> line. Did, I had uh, this sound maker that was a bunch of Simpsons sounds and then like also a bunch of like insults. And so you could oh, press yeah. like one button and it would like start the insult and be like, you're a, or like, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like your mom. And like, then you go and there's the next bank of sounds and it'd be like, butt sniffer or like, you know, like your mom is a butt sniffer. Yeah, like, like, hey, great. hey, don't say that. It yeah. was so much fun. Like, yeah, it was great. And you could just be like, butthole, butthole, butthole. Those are the hole. 90s toys that I miss, man. Like those, Aww. because that's all it was. It was just that. And it's like this little box that like had little buttons on it. The future me thought Gak would be everywhere. Oh, for sure. 
Like, what happened to, like, the proprietary GAC? Because now there's slime. Oh, there's tons of different stuff. My yeah. daughter has some crap that gets all over. If, you exactly. get, if it touches any part of, like, clothes or hair, it's yeah, just, it's like, it's completely matted in there, you know? Well, I hate it. Sucks. It. Yes. I've ruined sheets that way. Freaking sparkles and all sorts of crap in it. It's definitely the slime, not eating soup in bed. Oh, sure, because your kids were like perfect slime age and like fidget spinner age and like all that, all those phenomenons. Phenomenon. We had bop it. We had skip, skip it. Remember skip it? Twist it. Twist it. Bop it. Pull it. Bump it. I <laughs> saw one at, a, at like a third hand store the other day. <laughs> <laughs> they still make them new. They do? Sure, yes. Oh. Yeah, you can get a brand new bop at I any saw, time. No, I saw one from like the 90s. Oh, they make Simons. They make all place. the good stuff. And a 90s one would be cool. You're right about that. Big box of 90s toys at this consignment store. Oh. It's a pretty cool booth. It had like a ton of like Batman stuff. Oh, yeah. I do love Batman stuff. Yeah, you do. I'm a Keaton man. So they've got this Flash thing coming up with Keaton in it. I'll see. He's going to be Flash? No, I think there's just lots of Batman appearances oh. in the Flash. Oh. I'm not up to date on it. We well, got I'll, new Beetlejuice coming out too. There is a new Beetlejuice coming out. I'm pumped for that. That's hopefully that's going to be good. They really borked the name of the movie well, though. What's it called? It's called Beetlejuice Two. No, they could have done Beetlejuice Beetlejuice. Exactly. That's what most people. Is that have what you said. were going to go for? Yeah, that's oh, the okay. thing. That's what most everyone logically was like. Why didn't you? It make should be it? Beetlejuice Beetlejuice dot 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 like an ellipsis. Correct. That's the <clears throat> most logical teed up name for yep. the film, and they're like Beetlejuice Two, and you're like, okay. I guess they figured they're like, look, diehard fans know what you're talking about. Anyone under thirty. No effing clue what Beetlejuice Beetlejuice means. No. They're going to think it's a whole brand new franchise and they will know nothing about the first Beetlejuice. So Ugh. we have to do this. Sucks that there's movies like that that just die with the with the generation. Like, I'm sure, all, you know, our parents think the same thing. But like Howard the Duck, nobody knows what that was. Well, it was good and terrible at the same time. That's I the think best that's kind. Why. You're right. It, that is the best kind. I'm sure somebody will remake it in some capacity. It's just going to be hard to capture that particular brand of weird. Yeah, because they'll do it with like CG and it won't look nearly as funny as with a little guy in a suit. Exactly. (laughs) Nobody will do it in the same cool practical suit manner as (laughs) ever. It's all like odd and fluffy and you're like, it's so dingy and gross. (laughs) It's so kind of realistic. (laughs) It's realistically (laughs) creepy. It's off-putting. They did capture how dirty ducks actually are. They're a terrible species. <laughs> <laughs> I love them, but they're terrible. Tastes good. Mmm, delicious. <laughs> Duck confit. Oh. All right, so let's move on to our sideshow, Sister, Sister. Man. An ABC show premiered on TGIF. This is episode one, oh, it season made, it one. it made TGIF. I didn't know That's that. where it debuted. I don't know that it stayed on TGIF forever. It might have that, moved to another night. Yeah, I didn't think it was part of the lineup, but maybe. That's, I think it was just a like, hey, let's test It's like the warm-up here. show or something. Yeah, I think they moved it to maybe Tuesdays or Wednesdays at a certain point, hmm. but as of now, it's on TGIF. Hmm. Or maybe, yeah, I can't remember. I'll have to look it up. Hmm. Sister, Sister, The Meeting, season one, episode one. What happened here is at a Detroit shopping mall, twins Tia Landry and Tamara Campbell meet for the first time. They bond quickly, but their parents are another story. Things are fine until Lisa gets a job in St. Louis, and Tia is worried that she will not see Tamara. 
So how this episode opens is they're in their bedroom. It's essentially our present as the audience right. members. Like, hey, this is our real time. Um, the two sisters are on a bed watching a horror movie. They're played by Tia and Tamara Maori. I definitely watched a lot of Smart Guy. With oh yeah, I watched Smart Taj Maori, their little brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, their dad walks in. Uh, his name's Ray. They uh, they tell him that they're watching Friday the Thirteenth Part Fourteen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so that's. <laughs> I was like, okay, so this is definitely a kids show for sure. I mean, I kind of knew it was, uh, but I loved it as a kid. What a joke. Uh, <laughs> Dad tells him to go to sleep. They shut off the lights and then they pop up and immediately break the fourth wall to start explaining the backstory. Zach Morris style. Yeah, I don't know if this goes on throughout the series. I couldn't remember either. Or if this is just an episode one kind of deal. Like you said, Zach Morris style. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Clarissa did it all the time. A lot of shows did it back then. Yeah. Clarissa explains it all is what I'm talking about. uh, It's like the 90s equivalent of like the workplace mockumentary. Ooh, good call. That's a, a good tie, like, uh, good logical tie together yeah. there. It probably is. They were able to get a lot across that way. Mm-hmm. Good, uh, good Without call. having a, you don't have a narrator, you have a character on screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they tell you they're adopted twins who were adopted by different families, and they grew up apart. Then we flash back to the day they met. Again, we're at a department clothing store in the mall. Oh. I said, Two episodes in a row here. The mall was hot in the 90s. So yeah, now we're in, we're in flashback mode. We're in the past. Mall was hot in the 90s. Uh, Tamara is shopping with her dad, Ray, and Tia is shopping with her mom, Lisa. Yep. A guy hits on Tamara, then accidentally hits on Tia. So <laughs> right away from the beginning, we've got, oh, there's a little, little you know, mix up. Uh, miscommunication going on here. It starts turning into a farce pretty quickly. Now, but, it didn't help that they were wearing the exact same clothes. Right. They're costumed the exact same, and they're both there to pick out new clothes. And uh, I think, honestly, Tia and Tamara, and I don't know if they made them this way on purpose or if that's how they actually look, they are beyond identical twins. Like, they are the most identical twins I think I've ever laid eyes on because they both have the exact same, like, mole. That's what I mean by, like, did they do that? They might have done that. Because they have the exact same mole. They might have added a mole, and, like, clearly they styled their hair exact same length, exact same way, and all that stuff, which all uncanny if you're people that did not grow up together. I don't together. know, Steve. You ever heard those weird stories about twins that got separated at birth and then they marry like the same person, basically, like with yeah. the same name, have the same dog, mm-hmm. and like weird, you know, we drive the exact same car and live in the exact same style house. And it's like, that's really weird. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is really weird. Really I don't strange. know how to explain that. It's weird. I don't know if it's shit. a weird Truman Show thing or I don't know what's going on <laughs> with those people. Because there's been more than just like one. It's like there's like a number. There was like a whole show about that happening. Yeah, it's like you've been cast in this role. And you're like, okay, that's my role here. <laughs> and you're like, all right. So no, I do believe that it happens strange. all the time. But no, like a mole. I think that would be an easy thing for them to add. They're like, oh, you've got a prominent one, or neither of you have one. Let's go ahead and put something on you that's like a identifier like that to right. really make it very di- difficult identi- mm-hmm. to tell the difference between you two. Perfectly identical. Uh, so they select the same outfit to try on. They walk up to the same double sided mirror. <laughs> so 
lots of fun stuff there. You know, one of them's on one side of the mirror, the other one's on the other side. Good twin gags. It made me think of that episode of I Love Lucy with with Harpo and Lucy. Yeah, good with the, call. With the mirror. All right, yeah, ex- and any kind of like parent trap thing, but Harpo yeah. and Lucy's a good good call there for sure because they did do the mirror thing. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, good physical humor, good directing, good choreography for this scene to yeah. make it work visually. Uh, the salesperson, store clerk guy, starts getting confused because uh, now he's helping them try on clothes and they keep asking for different stuff here. Uh, one of them's asking for a sweater. The other one's asking for a sweatshirt. So basically, this guy has to keep running back and forth. And during this period, he never keeps eyes on who's talking to him. And so they always like split off here. So same kind of deal that when one leaves... The other one exits. Tia exits and asks for a blue sweatshirt, and then Tamara asks for the blue sweater, and vice versa there. (laughs) So after a while, the store clerk's very frustrated by getting running circles here. He's falling apart. (laughs) They keep crossing each other. The mom and dad finally return here. Tia and Tamara have not seen each other at all yet. So they're just on different sides of a clothing store. Right. Both parents are like, hey, did you find your clothes? And individually, they're speaking to the right kid. You know, Ray is speaking to Tamara. Tia is speaking to Lisa. And they're like, no, I couldn't buy any clothes because that clerk is an asshole. Clerk basically. sucks. He's not getting me the right stuff. Yeah, he yelled at my, he yelled at me, basically. So we see Lisa go up and go ham on the clerk. I love that lady. <laughs> she is great. It's hilarious. Uh, Ray walks over. He's far more calm and collected than Lisa is, but he's also upset with the clerk for yelling at their kids basically but the clerk was not outside of his rights i mean he was getting dragged in circles here now he should have just like guided the customer over to where he was where they were wanting to go i mean like hey you want a blue sweatshirt here let me show you some yeah exactly i'm not walking away from you again (laughs) moron anyway then how it works out where they like discover all this that they're twins and they've never met is Ray exits and tries to leave, and then Lisa tries to leave, but when Ray's going to grab his daughter, he grabs Tia. Right. Which is Lisa's daughter, not Tamara. And so Tia's like, what the hell are you doing? Get off of me, old man. Get your hands off me, you creepy old dude. Yeah. Which makes sense. You can't grab random girls in the mall. No, you can't. And he like full on like grabbed her. Yeah, because it was a heated moment. He was trying to get his daughter out of somewhere where it did get kind of heated. Yeah. So I get it. Uh, so the finally they kind of bump into each other here when you know Tia makes a stink out of it. Lisa says, "Get your hands off my daughter." Tamara runs over, sees Ray there, and they say, "Oh my God, that girl has my face!" Right, and that's the big first scene. That's our reveal. Now we know. Holy crap! There might be somebody just like you out there. Oh, dude! If that happened to me in the wild, I would. I don't know. I'd probably like faint or like punch him or something. Yeah, you have to kill him. Yeah, I think I might have to. I like become overwhelmed with like the urge to kill him. How could you not? Yeah, I I think it's the only logical thing to do. Otherwise, you yourself are a victim of identity theft yeah. or a potential victim of it. Right. I mean, that guy can go anywhere and just. I mean, if he kills you first. What's to stop him from marrying your wife? Oh, see, that's now I'm now I'm on edge. Now I'm gonna have to, yeah. Now like, I'm gonna like try and find him. <laughs> you, exactly. You drive out to work one day and he's like, 
There he is. <laughs> <laughs> and he just kills you. You're with wow. me, and you're like, "That's he doesn't even look like you, man. What are you talking about? Oh, he'd look exactly That's like him. you. He'd be doing his research. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're saying they're just killing random people who yeah, don't like look me, like me, like researching, seeking that guy out. And then you like, <laughs> and I'm like, come, come on a li- ride along with me, Steve. And you're like, that's not any, that guy doesn't even look anything like you. That's, oh, come on. Oh, let me kill him. him. That's him. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> let me kill him. <laughs> no, bud. That's him. Like, how much time are you going to spend looking for this man? How do you even know he's here? Why don't you just get on dating apps or something for divorced men? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Go on church directories or some crap. Where's there a bunch of old white dudes like us? Good God. The golf course. Yeah, exactly. What's going on at the golf course or the unemployment office? <laughs> do they have photos? Anything like that out there? Anybody else with eye patches? <laughs> Uh, so they uh, cut back to present day here. Or no, sorry, they're still in the past. They go to the security office. Lisa and Ray are screaming at the security officer. You just kind of see him behind closed doors. T and Tamara start talking. They realize, hey, you were adopted. I was adopted. What's your birthday? They both know their same birthday there. And they're like, oh, well, she got to be twins here. We're both adopted. We have the exact same birthday. Right. We look identical. We're twins. There's Easy. no other logical explanation. None. So we cut back to present day. They're back in the bedroom. They uh, they share a lot of interest now, but they go back to explaining their parents did not get along so quickly. So it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting way to set up the whole first episode is them cutting back and forth. Like, I could have just stayed in flashback land the whole time sure we did not need to keep cutting back maybe they just thought kids were dumb i think though probably they were like they did it that way because they were like well we need to instead of showing them like bonding and like catching up we need to start to kick the show into when they're already there at that point in their relationship and they're already living together and they're already you know whatever i don't know we need to remind people that this show is not about Lisa in a poor part of Detroit. <laughs> they get to a nice house. Yeah, okay. Exactly. That's why I was like, what? why did we keep cutting back to the present? I was like, I'm fine just sticking with the story. I was like, because we were there for two seconds. I was like, there's no notes here. They're like, we get along great now, but our parents, not so much. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? Like, okay, great. You know. <laughs> Maybe it was before commercial, and that was just a little bumper that they threw in there. So yeah. kids remembered, like, hey, remember you're watching this part of it's this It's a story. flashback. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You're in a flashback now. Uh, so then we go to Lisa's apartment. Uh, they, This is back in the past now. So after the security office, Ray has given Lisa and Tia a ride back to their house. Right. Looks like a it, not a great apartment compared to where we see the girls now, and we'll see them later. Uh, but Tia apparently took Tamara down to a park. A lovely 90s activity. Yeah. No phones, no computers. Head on down to the park, kiddos. Go play at the park, do some hoops. Ray is looking out the window. He's very concerned about Tamara. Said, uh, you know, he's raised her since her mom died. So kind of says, hey, I used to be married here. I'm not just some... Um, creepy single dude With here a kid yeah yeah it's like i i used to be something i promise you <laughs> but he is concerned about the neighborhood he's pretty overprotective i get it i get being overprotective he's also kids. affluent 
He that that's kind of what they haven't like implied yet, yeah. but we know that because we've watched it. But yeah, he's very uptight. I don't know what his job is yet. I didn't catch it from this episode, but professional. Yeah, he's definitely a business professional or something along those lines. I don't know if he's a doctor. I don't know. I don't know. Kind of gives off that vibe. Yeah, or a lawyer. It does give a lawyer vibe off as well, too. Um, so Lisa talks some noise to a neighbor. Uh, neighbor says, hey, Lisa, your garbage is outside in the street. She says, well, I saw your neighbor, or I saw your garbage crawling through the window last week. <laughs> and so and it's a weird part of town. She's just screaming at neighbors. There's trash in the street. There's neighbors hooking up with people crawling in windows at all hours of the night. Right. Or all, all hours of the night. But Ray is not comfortable. He seems very Fraserly, is what I wrote down here at this point now. <laughs> like the more he sees about Lisa's lifestyle, uh, he's not digging it. Sure, she's also very artsy. Uh, he tries to call her earthy, which doesn't go well. <laughs> what do you think of when you think of earthy? I think of that scene in Grandma's Boy. Okay, where David Spade is the waiter, and they go to that restaurant, and he's like, "It's kind of earthy. It's got a little dirt taste, kind of mm-hmm. dirty. Exactly. Tastes like tastes like dirt. It tastes like dirt." And then he gets all they like make fun of him. And he's like, "Fuck you, ass face!" And like <laughs> he's like, "You were sweet." And he says that to to Lindsay from Freaks and Geeks. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Old oh, Linda Cardellini. Oh, Linda Cardellini. Yeah, he's like, "You're you're sweet." Beautiful, beautiful woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I was going to say, earthy's more like a wine term or something like that, where it's like, I can taste the terroir or something. Right. So I was like, It's more of a right. flavor thing, honestly. Like, an earthy's got earth tones. Earth tones, though, that's like a design thing. Right. She did say she went to design school. Yeah. And so he, like, looks around. He's like, oh, you went to design school? This place looks... I mean, he didn't say it out loud, <laughs> but every vibe Ray was giving off there was like, you live in a bad part of town. Your house is ugly. <laughs> I hate it here. So it was an interesting this is scene. All below me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was very. It was below me. He's a, he's an elitist. He is an elitist. Good call. So then we go back to the present. Tia and Tamara's bedroom. They're still back to explaining their parents didn't like each other. That's all that happens. Yep. Back to flashback again. <laughs> we go back to Ray's home. I guess they went back there to hang out for a day or two. They wanted to spend a couple days together. Yeah. So they let Tia spend the night with Tamara. Uh, Roger shows up with flowers. Roger's the little next door neighbor, the kid from Immature. That's great. You watched some Immature videos, yeah, right? I didn't know. Barbara showed me. So oh. Barbara, Barbara was like, "He, you know, he he made a run at the music business," and I was like, mm-hmm. "What?" And she was like, "Yeah, he was like an R and B guy." And then or she, all white. She put yeah, and then she put the video on. And I was like, "This is incredible! <laughs> this is amazing!" He had great hair. Yeah. He was doing the like braid thing pretty early. It was kind of like a boys to men vibe or something. It was. I wonder what all the immature guys are doing nowadays. I wonder if they get back together ever. They probably work at car dealerships. <laughs> Poor bastards. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for him. Get it. Poor son of a bitch. Get out of the car business if you can. <laughs> Everyone as fast as you can. Uh, so Roger is in absolute shock when he sees Tia because that's another Tamara. So he's already in love with Tamara. This is a very like Urkel, Laura vibe or any guy next door in love with the girl vibe. The neighbor, yeah. And he even says it. He's like, he's like, I'll never, I'll never meet a girl uh, that I can't take my eyes off as much as you. He's got game. He spits, he spits some lines that were like real smooth. And then he sees, he sees Tamara or Tia 
Yeah. Yeah. Great call. He is far smoother than anyone else I can recall. He's just a grade below. So he's she puts grade, her yeah. down. Yeah. She's like, I'm, you know, you're not even in my grade yet. You're in eighth grade. So they kind of put him down. Uh, and Lisa arrives at Ray's house, it admires how nice it is there. The set feels pretty Cosby or like Reba to mm-hmm. me, actually mentioning Reba again. It's got the big prominent staircase on one side, and then it's like, super like late 80s early 90s very bright finishing sure. it's, a, it's a lot like boy meets world too it's yeah. got that same kind of living room setup or right, whatever right. it's like upper middle class you know i don't know a part of, they're in michigan so i don't know what he was doing for a living like i said i should have looked that up but mm. uh i said he's he seems like a dog he seems like an anesthesiologist or something like that <laughs> something I'm going to go with that. Head of anesthesiology. Head of anesthesiology. <laughs> um, so Tia wants to stay. Lisa does not want to stay there. As you can imagine, the young girl wants to stay with her newfound twin. Yes. This is not going to go away. How could it, basically? N- no, never mind. I was going to say, now, wait a second. But they, but they were both adopted. Sorry. Keep yeah, going. Both adopted. Both adopted. That's right. One of them had a mom before. I don't know if Lisa was married at one point and is now divorced and got the adopted child right. or what. Right, right. She has not intimated what happened or anything like that. She hadn't said. Right. Okay. Uh, so then we go back to Lisa's apartment with Tia. Tia's in her room. Lisa inter- enters to tell her she's lost her job <sighs> and she's been out of work for two weeks. Oh, my gosh. It's not good, Jordan. It's terrible. It's terrible. I'd be screwed. I mean, not screwed, but like two, like two weeks, fine. Month. I probably two. I probably do month. Probably about a month. Oh, I'd just give up. I'd if I lost my job to today, I'd, I'd have a month. <laughs> like <laughs> I'd have a month. <laughs> then I'm feral. <laughs> then I, yeah. Then I lose my house, and yeah, not good. Lose my house. <laughs> <laughs> so she says she got a lead on a job, but they'll have to move to St. Louis. Then Tia, of course, immediately is like, St. Louis, fuck you. What about Tamara? Basically, like, I'm not going to leave and go to St. Louis. Right. But Lisa's like, I got to. That's the only place I got a job here, basically. So then we cut to the next scene. Still in the past. They're at the bus depot. Oh, yes. They're taking that midnight train to Georgia, basically. But not really. They're going to Minneapolis, St. Paul. What would they have done when they got there? You know, I would imagine try to be waitresses. They're pretty young. They're in eighth grade. They're sorry, ninth ninth grade. grade, So they're like 14. So you can be a bagger at like a grocery store. I think you can be a host at like 15, 16 at some places. Okay, so you get off the bus here at the bus stop. You go and you immediately go to a grocery store and try and get a job. You get a job. You work your first shift like the next day. Where do you sleep that night? <laughs> There's got to be shelters. So start sleeping in a shelter and then work shifts at the at the, at the the Dairy King. They want to be with their twin. Oh, my gosh. Kids are idiots. Couldn't even imagine. Those, they would find out real fast that they made a huge mistake. Well, you're right. They would find out real quick they made a huge mistake. You never know, though. Maybe they have an incredible talent that we don't know about yet, and they could just walk into a record label and uh, get the deal of a lifetime. That's true. They could join the circus. Join a circus. Circus was hot back in the 90s. It's good money for kids. That, that That gets your room and board. Exactly. You start traveling with the circus, and they just you just pretend that you're like Siamese. 
Well, I mean, you'd have to like. I'm sorry, be, conjoined. That's I'm sorry. Thing, I was like, hold on, you'd have to be Excuse separated <laughs> at that point. I was like, you can't Just pretend. pretend. Yeah, you can. You can pretend they wear a shirt. Okay. Wear some kind of a shirt and just learn how to and like belt yourselves together and then just be pretend. If you if they look exactly the same, you're gonna buy it. If it said right Twix and left Twix, that's I'd be perfect. Exactly. And they sold concessions. Yeah. I would buy those concessions. That's perfect. And you have like two people at different lines and they can both take change or whatever. Okay. And like, you know, hey, scan your card here, you know. Tap it here, swipe to pay, or something like that. That's what I'm going to get you for your birthday. I'm going to get you one of those belt change holders, but it holds Sacagawea quarters or dollars. Oh, what an incredible gift. So you just have a bunch, and you can just like, chink, 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 and just get them all out real fast like. Thank you, Mrs. Sacagawea. (laughs) We appreciate your service. I love those gold coins. Incredible. Uh, So... They haven't even left from the bus depot to get to the Twin Cities. That's why they're going to St. Paul and Minneapolis. Uh, and they already say they miss their parents. Oh, wow. Well. TGIF style. It's already setting in, like you said. I miss my folks, man. I just want my kids back. <laughs> Sorry. Just then, Lisa and Ray start calling out for them. Because <laughs> Tia left a note for Lisa, apparently. She said, I had to leave my mom a note about what we were doing. So then they reunite in typical TGIF fashion and they tell their parents, we want to stay together, mom and dad, and I don't want Tia to move. And Tamara suggests, well, why don't Tia and Lisa just move in with us? We've got a super nice house and you're clearly doing fine, rich old guy. (laughs) Move in over here. The solution. It is the solution, clearly, like the Brady Bunch. Exactly. But these people aren't married yet. They're still at odds. Well, you said yet they get married? I didn't know that. I don't know that they get. Actually, you're right. I don't think they I ever think get married. They never get married? I don't think so. I don't remember them ever being romantic. There's like hints of it. And what? they like think, I don't think so. What the hell's the point of the show if they're not going to start? I don't know. know. I didn't watch this show like all the way through, I don't believe. But yeah. If Ross doesn't marry Rachel, then what the hell's the point? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> if Ray and Lisa are not going to hook up and get married at the end, what am I even doing? What a rip. Anyway, I hope they got married. (laughs) Please let me know if they did get married. Um, It's worth a Google. uh, That might be worth a Google. Um, So they tell them they aren't strangers and they just want to grow up together, basically. So like, hey, we can't make strangers or we can't let strangers move into our house. (laughs) And I agree. It's like she's legitimately my blood family member, like stranger because I, I could not know her until yesterday. But that is a blood family member to a degree. Yeah. Like it's my twin for the love of cripes. So yeah. that's not blood family member to a degree. That's that's like the most blood family member you can have. Yeah, it'd be like, hey, can they at least stay with us for a few weeks? Good God. If you don't want it to be permanent, fine. Yeah. But hook them up for a couple weeks. We just met my twin and she's getting thrown out of her place. Like now, come on, Ray. Come on, Ray. Come on, Ray. Get together, bud. And so he seems pissed off, but they go out to go out to get some pizza and discuss it. Then we cut back to the present. Tia Tamara tell us that hey, their parents argued a lot, but they agreed to move in together. Oh, oh TGIF, you suck as an adult. 
You were so good when I was a kid. So that means that, like, how many bedrooms do you think? Like, obviously, T and Tamara share a room, so that's one. Ray's got his own room, and then uh, supposedly Lisa would have her own room. Yeah, that's probably a 4-3. So 4-3? Four bedroom, three bathroom? That's what I would imagine. With an office? Yep. Upstairs, downstairs, because it's got an upstairs. Wow. So maybe even a game room somewhere. Oh, Maybe I don't know what the upstairs is like. I don't know the format. Barb and I were talking about like you probably get the office downstairs, game if, room upstairs. If I was a rich guy, I would have a whole. I'd have. I would make like a straight up old school arcade in like one of my rooms and have like everything. Why? Be awesome. What do you mean why? So I could play. So I could go to an arcade every day and play them for free. No quarters. You don't need quarters to play these games. Why? I have you, a claw machine. Why do you isolate yourself? Go to the big arcade systems. Play their claw machines. I don't want to touch their claw machines. I don't want to. Play, I don't want to wait in line. I don't want to pay for it. I want to be able to, do, well, to well, get the well. joy. Richie Rich over here. That's what once. I'm saying. If I was rich, that's how I'd do. That's how I would do it. You know, you would too. Everybody would. If you had, I an might do unlimited the amount alley. of money. The bowling alley is a beatdown. Arcade. Beautiful. I would just go to an arcade because I like the excitement, the feel of the arcade. Yeah. But you don't like, want to. You got to practice though. Yeah, so but like a top own. golf at my house, Ooh. like that's the thing. I I can do that in solitude. So there are some things I don't like to play video games. I guess in solitude, that's, that's more an energy thing to me. I like to feel alive. <laughs> to feel it. You, you. So if you had a cruise in USA in your living room, you wouldn't play that shit all the time. I would barely cruise. I mean, I've got an Xbox here, and I don't play it. I mean, my, you know, I could technically play video games at any point, but I won't unless I go to an arcade. Wow. So just having it here would probably not be a motivator enough to be like, let's cruise USA. <laughs> Get cruising in. USA. Get in, bitch. We're cruising. <laughs>